Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us recognize the fear which might be in our hearts. This is the 25th and last chapter of Julian of Norwich's short text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. For I saw four kinds of fear. One is fear of attack, which suddenly comes to a man through weakness. This fear does good, for it helps it to purify, just like bodily sickness or other sufferings which are not sinful. For all such suffering helps, if it is endured patiently. The second fear is that of punishment, whereby someone is stirred and woken from the sleep of sin. For those who are deep in the sleep of sin are, for the time being, unable to perceive the gentle comfort of the Holy Ghost until they have experienced this fear of punishment, of bodily death and spiritual enemies. And this fear moves us to seek the comfort and mercy of God. And this fear serves as an entrance and enables us to be contrite through the blessed teaching of the Holy Ghost. The third is doubtful fear. For though it may seem small in itself, if it were recognized, it would be seen as a sort of despair. For I am sure that God hates all doubtful fear and wishes us to separate ourselves from it by gaining true knowledge of life. The fourth is reverent fear, the only fear we can have which pleases God is reverent fear, and it is very sweet and gentle because of the greatness of love. And yet, this reverent fear and love are not one and the same. They are two in their nature and their way of working yet neither of them may be had without the other. Therefore, I am certain that those who love also fear, though they may only feel a little. Even though they may appear to be holy, all the fears which face us, apart from reverent fear, are not truly so. And this is how we can tell which is which. For reverent fear, the more we have it, the more it softens and comforts and pleases and rests us. And the false fear disquiets, distresses, and disturbs. This is the remedy then, to recognize them both and reject the false fear just as we would a wicked spirit that appeared in the likeness of a good angel. However attractive his company and 
his behavior appear to be, he first disquiets and distresses and disturbs the person he speaks with and hinders him and leaves him thoroughly upset. And the more he has to do with him, the more he disturbs him and the further he is from peace. Therefore, it is God's will and our gain that we should know them apart. For God always wants us to be secure in love and peaceful and restful as he is toward us. And in the same way as he is disposed toward us, so he wishes us to be disposed toward ourselves and toward all our fellow Christians. Amen. In this last chapter of Julian's short text, she frames her revelations through the lens of fear. Throughout God's showings to her and in his voice, he's always calling her out of counterfeit fear, out of shadow and darkness and despair, till all that is left for her and for us is reverent fear, which Julian identifies as rest, comfort, close to love. What fake fear or shallow worry might you let go of to make more room for God's revelation to you, for God's love, for comfort, and for rest? Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.